Greetings. I'm Sonia Brooks, the Song Bee, and this is The Vibe Juice. And welcome to Delicious. episode number 31 of The Vibe Juice with the Vibe Crew. This is Sonia Song B, your hostess with Moses. The Vibe Juice is where vibes are positive and juice is sweet. So vibe with we. And with the crew today, we have... Ali R. Rashid Black! And... Christopher Jeffrey, a.k.a. today, Ricky Ricardo! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> or Smooth Walk and Sweet Talk. <laughs> no. Or, you know, there's a couple of things I could say. So, thank you. And you? Oh, yeah. uh, song B. Okay, just... <laughs> Sonia the Song B. <laughs> The, the the voice that's sweet right. in your ear. So thank you for vibing with we today um, in the, uh, not quite the dawn, mm-hmm. but in the middle of Ramadan and uh, the season of Ramadan. You know, all praises to Allah. Uh, and with that, what's vibing in the news and politics today, y'all? What about that Matt Gates? Matt he going to jail. <laughs> he's mad. So it sounds like he's on his way to the slammer. Yeah. Bama. I think, I think that Mr. Gates will appropriately reap the benefits of being one of the younger hoes in the Republican Party. <laughs> and given his cheerleading or DJT, it seems an appropriate conclusion to his political career. Yeah, I think so. I don't know how Matt, old Matt Gates is, but he does seem like he might be a little younger than mm-hmm. 50 or something like that. He might be yeah, in his yeah. 40s or something yeah, like that. But, uh, you know, here's my thing. Uh, you know, Matt Gates has been uh, a, a, a viable proponent for the for the right uh, uh, over the last, you know, uh, four years. Uh, people have actually, um, you know, really found him to be uh, a, a, the loudspeaker, uh, the, the wheel that needed the grease and everything else. Um, and he supported Donald Trump's position and supported uh, the positions of the right wing um, to a point where it was, it was, it was sickening. Ludicrous. Right? It was ludicrous. I mean, when, when they were absolutely wrong, he would find a way to, for them to be right. And, you know, now he is at the point now where he actually has people turning over on him. There's more you know, information with regards to investigation. And those people that he, you know, stood hard for are are moving away from him. They are actually flipping. They're flipping on him. They're actually not moving away from him. They're actually helping the prosecution to prosecute him. Um, and um, to that, I say, that's what you get, punk ass, you know. <laughs> And, uh, you know, and, and, absolutely, you know, the, the chickens are coming home to roost, like you say, sure. you know, um, sure. Rashid, you know, so, so, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, he's, he's got, he's got a lot of trouble. I mean, he's looking at what, how many years, uh, 30 years, 40 well, years, his, I don't know. His co-conspirator, Mr. Greenberg mm-hmm. is facing 33 federal felonies. Wow. Mm. It <clears throat> appears at this time, in my own humble opinion, that Mr. Gates is involved in at least half of those 33. Mm. That means 
12 to 15 federal felonies. Mm, mm, mm. Criminals will tell you one is not good. Three is real ugly. Above three, cut deals or kill yourself. Right. That's 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 that goes into serial. That's serial. Uh, you know that goes into the serial uh, phase, like like the Dennis Hastert, right? You know, yeah. serial yeah. rapist or a serial, you know, uh, offender. Um, and uh, you know, you know what happens to serial offenders when they go to jail? They go up in your ass like a wheelbarrow. <laughs> you know. So just just be ready, Matt. I hope you brought your grease. So there's supposed to be several confession letters, uh, mm-hmm. you know, of him, his goings on mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Uh, numerous of young girls. In fact, minors. I think, I think they've said they've, they've even said that some of the people said that there's not just still photos that he's actually shown people on the floor of Congress. Oh, yeah. Right. But also that there has been video. 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 Video that exists. You know, I heard on uh, the Young Turks. They got receipts. I heard on the Young Turks, mm-hmm. the guy that was in charge of the investigation of Gates's case, his mm-hmm. situation, he said there is more to come. Mm-hmm. And I like the way he dropped it because mm-hmm. they were asking him, well, what do you think is going to happen? And do you think Mr. Gates will resign and blah, blah, blah? And he said, well, I can tell you one thing. There's more to come. <clears throat> so now if, Green, if Greenberg is already at 33 felonies, right? if he gets any more, it's going to almost, to me, naturally mean that Gates is going to be looked at for more. But the bottom line, this guy was, the guy made that statement, was the one reviewing the tapes Reviewing the videos, mm-hmm. reviewing the documents. If he says there's more to come, I believe him. Hmm. Well, he's got until May 15th to work out whatever deal he's going to work out. But allegedly, um, there's some unknown person that's that knows Gates and Greenberg who's saying, telling them, you know, definitely lawyer up because this felt like a setup, and I'm sure. They're going to try to ride with that it, until the receipts yeah, it, are all it, out there. It's a sit-up that they created. Hmm. See, it's, it's, when they sit you up, they have witnesses, they have documents, they have tape statements, they have tape phone calls, blah, 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 blah. But when you sit it up, like Greenberg did, when he sent the damn, he sent the letter to Roger Stone requesting Roger Stone to plug them up with Trump for a pardon, right? Right. While Trump was still in office. But Stone did not save those conversations. Greenberg fucked around and saved them. Hmm. Oh. Okay, okay. Right, right. I I should be the one erasing them. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I sent you what is, in effect, confessions. Mm Mm-hmm. So Stone knows his game. Stone erased it. He still, of course, admitted that it happened, so that, you know, is sort of irrelevant. But Greenberg actually took screenshots and saved them on his phone, and they snatched his phone. Mm -hmm. So now they have the exact text Mm. of his appeal to 
Stone on behalf of he and Matt Gates. He made it very clear that one of the reasons he thought Trump would entertain pardoning both of them is that it could save Matt Gates's political career. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how. <laughs> it's a little too that. late for that. Oh, no, it's honey, way it's too late, late for that. He's finished. That yeah, he's done. You know, he'll I'm never with be you, Chris. A, no. a, anything. I don't even think he can be a state representative at this point. No, no. no. They've got receipts. Yeah. They've got evidence. Yeah, the Daily Beast obtained a confession letter. I yeah. mean, and all other kind of stuff. They've got all kind of stuff on them, you know. Yeah. It's, it's a done deal. You're done. You mashed up. You further uh, <laughs> added to the mashing up of Florida. You know, so we're going to gateway to hell. Time to, Florida yeah. needs to get flipped and it will eventually. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so, you know, that that leads to the next guy that's being prosecuted, which is Rudy, right? Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. No. Oh, I just want to say, bam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. To Matt Gates. OK, now, Rudy. <laughs> oh, you know, and before we go on, on, on Matt Gates, I think that the one thing I can say is, is that the more to come could very well be these little 17 year old girls. Oh, no. Well, they're not. That, you think? They, they, well, they're they, about eighteen I think, now. I think, or, or whoever or they whatever. were, whenever they were. See, you know in, in the early, I don't know if you guys remember, but in the early stories, yeah, there were talks of multiple underage girls. Yeah. Now, the seventeen-year-old is one specific girl, right? Right. But there are multiples. So what I've heard is that there were some that were. 14, 15, mm. 16. You know, he'll be under the jail when that comes Which to the surface. Which means that, the, the, see, they, and I, I think. Yeah, they're going to track these girls down. I think that's what's going to happen. You know, they're going to track these girls down, and then there ain't going to be nothing except your ass in the headlights. You know, and when your ass is in the headlights, <laughs> it's too late now. It's done. It's too late. You should have You should have asked for, you know, whatever deal you could have gotten while you had the chance. You're yeah. right. You know what I'm saying? It's too late. Yeah, Matter of fact, that, you should have took the deal before it even came public. I, that's I what heard that, that, that what is going to be most unfortunate mm-hmm. is that not only are there girls younger than the 17-year-old, mm-hmm. who's now 18. Ow. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But also that those girls continue. So you're going to have a fucking track record. Oh, my gosh. You're going to have motel slips. Okay. You're going to have photos. You're going to have videos. All this shit. Long-standing clientele. 15, 16, 17, It's fucking these girls, man. I mean, I just just don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Greenberg is racking because I'm still waiting to hear that Greenberg received this much and paid that much. Okay. He's a pimp. Right. He's yeah. a pimp. Come yeah. on now. Yeah. Don't tell me. You, oh, well, uh, Mr. Gates paid Greenberg $900, and he paid three, three girls $300 each. Right. But the whole trans, the whole way the transaction is done and set up looks crazy. Mm-hmm. Greenberg listed school <clears throat> as the reason for one girl he sent 300 Another was tuition, and another was tuition. Come on, y'all. Oh, no. You'd have did better saying, look, she got an abortion. Oh, boy. 
I mean, and, and speaking of abortions, I mean, how many now this really puts more of a, a crap stain on the Republican Party, who was really particularly Gates out there taunting this QAnon, QAnon stuff, yeah. saying, you know, all the Democrats and all this uh, Illuminati stuff and so forth and ta- child trafficking. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, this and is just more trafficker. of coming out on these Republican Horny, always family values, high standards. Mm-hmm. You know, isn't that what they always, you know, anti-abortion. Yeah, all of that. And here they are toiling with little girls and little boys in some cases. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe sometimes both. And sometimes both. Just, yeah. It's disgusting. It's repulsive. It's reptilian. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. It's reptilian. It's, it's. Yeah, but these are, these are, you know. Reptiles. Uh, that's <laughs> these motherfuckers are. <laughs> but these are the very people that are getting up and standing in front of everybody, you know, Trump included, you know, and, and who should have never gotten away, who should have never. And I hope those people are still pursuing their individual, uh, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. cases yeah. against yeah. him. Mm-hmm. So if we may allow Mr. Gates and Mr. Greenberg to rest semi-comfortably in their graves <laughs> as their graves are being prepared. Um, in their cots. <clears throat> in their cots, yes. And and I would in say other things, but I won't. <laughs> their cots in the pokey. <laughs> okay. Uh, but back to Mr. Julie, oh yeah, Giuliani. that guy, right? Okay, the one who's Mr. The, America's mayor, right? Yeah, America's mayor, than thou, the, who's horny there, hornier than thou, than based thou. on uh, uh, the you movie. Mean, you, uh, you mean the Borat? His, uh, you mean his hook up with no, just the Borat? The Borat? Well, the Borat you know his, movie. His, his lover's his cousin. Oh no, Giuliani? Yes. No, hadn't heard that one. No, no, no. This I'm talking about, like confirmed. New York Times, the, the Washington Post. I mean, mm-hmm. his cousin, his co- not not sixth, seventh, eighth. His cousin. Okay, so I wow. am not. Why am I not? Uh, I'm not surprised. Surprised with someone who just impresses me as he impresses me as someone that would toy with little boys and girls, mm-hmm. particularly after Borat kind of put him on blast. Borat, look, put him on blast. Borat did it with his hand down in his jaws. I said, on man, his do back, you realize the world is himself. looking at you with your hand down in your drawers, laying on your back on the bed, <laughs> trying to get your shit ready for action. Right, he's just just repulsive, ready for action. You know, and no, I sure so that's one <laughs> image I have on him. The other image is him sweating with black. Oh, the uh, the, the, the hair, hair dye, dye yeah. coming down mm-hmm. off of his sweating bullets. That was sinister. That look, I'm, I, it I, did, didn't it? That look diabolical. Like some shit out of Dracula from the 1930s. It did. He looked like that. Bella Lugosi. Okay, he really did. That's ass shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Um, but you know, you know, all, all that aside, you know, the whole quid, quid pro quo uh, thing that almost got Trump uh, thrown out of. Uh, yeah. Well, it got him impeached. They just didn't convict. Yeah, it got him impeached. Was that 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 was the first time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can't remember how many times the guy got impeached, but yeah, uh, the the first thing that got him impeached was what really had to do a lot with Giuliani, right? And and they were and Trump was able to get 
by that because he because of his position and sta- station in the world as the president of the United States. And now today, what we see is that everybody else that was involved with that was not immune, right? And I think that that's what it really comes down to. It really comes down yeah. to Giuliani's part in that whole quid pro quo uh, fiasco mm-hmm. and having and finding out now, you know, that what he did was illegal. Well, right? see, the, the two people... I'm sorry, go on, go on. Oh, no, 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 it's okay, go ahead. The, the two guys from the Ukraine, you remember them? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Now, now yeah. they see, the case that Giuliani is facing mm-hmm. is actually that case. Right. People have lost sight of it because they put a lid on it. Well, right. Guys, uh, what, right. What you call it in silk? What are their names? Uh, no, I'm just talking. Remember those things? What were their names? Uh, I forget, but it was two, yeah. two Ukrainian right. guys. Okay. <laughs> and they met with Trump and Rudy. Two wild and crazy Easy guys. <laughs> But the, the the reason I bring up the two Ukrainian guys, yeah, that's right, yeah, is that they've already flipped. They've right. already mm-hmm. diamond and silk. That's what they are. Yeah, yeah. they've already <laughs> they've <laughs> the Ukrainian diamond and silk. I'm sorry, go ahead. They've already provided information months and months ago. Right. And now what has happened? Is that it's all caught up on Giuliani? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now what he's facing is not just the original charges, right? Mm-hmm. The phone call, blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. What he's facing now is that things have happened in the Ukraine that have revealed what he was up to. Well, speaking of things happening in Ukraine, so. There's obviously they have accumulated enough information to go and barge into his apartment, his upscale New York apartment and office and office and seize things that are potential evidence to support all the electronic devices. Exactly. But see, here's the thing. Right. I think that that's actually the small part of the story. Yes. I think that Giuliani getting prosecuted on this probably will never come to light. And here's why. Okay, let's let's hear that theory. Let's hear that. Because Giuliani is going to be the guy that turns state's evidence on Donald Trump. Oh, he could turn on everybody. Because, you know, he's got big stuff. So they got to. is not going to spend the rest of his life in prison with his old ass. No. He's not going to do it. He's not going to be a Bill Cosby. He's not going to be. He is not going to be Bill Cosby. He's not going to be um, Madoff. Uh, Madoff. Madoff. Right. He's not going. He's not even going to be uh, uh, Mr. Big. What's what's the dude's name? Uh, uh, you know, talking about Ron Isley. Yeah, Ron Isley. Right. <laughs> or Wesley <laughs> Snipes, therefore. Or Wesley Snipes. Right. Well, you know, Ron Isley went to jail for the. No, for, I know tax and, evasion. And, and he was old when he did it. I know. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't believe that that they threw him in jail for that at that age. Uh, speaking of Ron Isley, I'll have to wrap back. But did you know? Has anyone seen him lately? He yeah. in the in the, he, that he Earth Wind Fire thing with yes, the, the gray beard. You couldn't even recognize him, but he had facial. You know, because he has a much younger wife. Right. So he's clearly had plastic surgery. Because man looks so much, even though he has a gray beard, he looks totally well, hey, they said incognito. The gray beard covers the plastic surgery. I'm yeah. sure it does. And that when he shaves, 
we'll all be. Oh, I can already tell that. What is that is Ron? That? I can already yeah. tell. You don't even, he doesn't, you wouldn't yeah. even recognize He looks yeah, like yeah. His wife 25 looks like years 20. younger. <laughs> right. She looks like she's a baby. Right. Hey, yeah. I ain't mad at him. But, <laughs> I have to back to our Yeah, but carry on. We'll come Beauty back to the, the booty juice. Yes, Giuliani. I think, well, no, I, I, I believe, based upon all the shit I've read, mm-hmm. okay, that exactly what you said, Chris, the case, the public center mm-hmm. of this is the case around him and what he did and was he acting as a foreign agent for the government of Ukraine. Right. I think what it's going to tra- tra- change up to is that it's not going to be the Ukraine. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's right. going to be Russia. Okay. Mm-hmm. And okay. now... now there's talk of treason. So Trump probably is very nervous oh, right now. Oh my God, he is. You know, I've I've, looked, I've watched a couple of shows with uh, with Trump's other lawyer. Uh, okay. was it, uh, Cohen. Ma- Michael Cohen. Yeah. yeah. And Michael Cohen is like he is terrified. <laughs> right? Yes. He knows what's coming next. With a snark. Michael Cohen is not. He knows what's coming next. I they, tell you. He knows what they got. I just wish I could say it right. I know, right? That's the thing I think that's going to, one of the things I think yeah. that's going to really catapult the whole Giuliani thing to another level mm-hmm. is that when they stop talking about the phone call between Trump and the president of Ukraine mm-hmm. and when they start talking about Giuliani being working on behalf of the Russian government right. not the Ukrainian government mm-hmm. See, he's, he's already in, in, you know, in 2,000 pounds of shit now Right for the Ukrainian allegations, right. but when it when it flips to Russia and yeah. it becomes clear, that's not going to be forgivable. See, then that means yeah. I'm sorry. We may have to we may have to execute you and your co-conspirators mm-hmm. because we don't tolerate that. We don't do well with that. Yeah, we, we can't. Yeah. We, we can forget a lot of shit. We can't forget that. Right. Yeah. See and. The stuff that Giuliani was saying, this last point on Giuliani, mm-hmm. the stuff that he was told by federal security invest- investigators mm-hmm. was that what you're saying in the media is exactly what we have in documents right. as the Russian propaganda. This is exactly what they wanted to push. Mm-hmm. You're pushing it for them. And you're whose attorney again? I'm sorry, who? Right. Who's your client? Right. Donald Trump. Donald J. Trump. <laughs> you know, it, it, I think the Giuliani case, contrary to the way the media, because the mass media is definitely trying to prepare you for a shock mm, okay. and, and plan on how to reduce the shock. Mm. See, they don't. So this is all prepping. Prep. Leading up to prep work. Yeah, this is just going to be you know, okay, move, but it's not preparing you and I. It might be no, preparing no, no. those. No, it's preparing for our perceptions. Okay, that's okay. what they perceive. They will put it this way: I believe that if the media, the mass media, did not make certain moves now, 
Yeah. That when the flip occurs and all of a sudden Rudy is being pointed at as being an active agent of the of the of Russia Putin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Putin. <laughs> you know what? That's going to be okay. And that, and so you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they they can't do away with it, but what they can do is they can lay the groundwork. So, well, that's just some people's opinion. Um, that's only due to we now know that he his real focus wasn't mm-hmm. his real focus wasn't the Ukraine. It wasn't even Biden and Barisma and all that other shit. Right. Well, his real mission was to be a, a vehicle to communicate what the Russians wanted to communicate it to America. To America through Donald uh-huh, Trump. Uh-huh, through uh-huh. DJ right. He was yeah. He was he was a Russian propaganda vehicle. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and that's really what he was. And all of those fucking communists out there that supported his ass. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? All those Soviet, uh, uh, the, the, those Soviet era supporters that that swore up and down that they didn't like communism and all the other shit. You know what I'm saying? That's who you are. Lies. That's who you are. You are you are totalitarian sons of bitches. Yeah, fascists. you know what I'm saying? Fascists, right? And you've you've always believed in that crap. You know, and yeah. you know, and you know, you know, America's had fascist beginnings and fascist roots since the beginning. You know, America was fascist in the 1950s. Yeah. America was fascist in the 1960s. America was fascist before that. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And, and the, <clears throat> you know, and then here we get this motherfucker, Tim Scott, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, running around, you know, saying, oh, uh, America's not a racist country. You're yes. fucking falling right in line with that shit. Now, how and do you like that? And what's even worse... You know, is what's even worse about the whole story with that is is that Kamala back. Harris, right, is 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 falling in line with Tim Scott. Kamala, let me tell you, sometimes you just need to shut up, sister. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, we we giving you all you know all praises due, and we giving you all kind of support and and love and everything, but when you step out of line and start following behind, you know, look, I understand. You're trying to keep your white constituency. Well, better yet, just not to say nothing at all. You don't have to. You, you didn't have to even okay. say nothing. So, Christopher, right? go back for just people who I'm are sorry. listening to us <laughs> and maybe not familiar with what you're talking about because okay. we went from Julian to that. So, just right. say so that the audience will I know I what 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 you're in ire about. Please, okay, I'm in ire about the continued Russian propaganda, right? And the, and the, and the and I'm an ire about right an African American man by the name of Tim Scott who was a senator from South Carolina is it or, or, or what, what state is he from I forget uh, I forget too I, yeah, I think I'll he's confirm. the other senator from South Carolina um, and and Tim Scott a black man <laughs> right the only other black senator besides well there's a couple other blacks there's one other black senator which is uh, the brother from New Jersey right or um, yeah or not. Oh, and now you are. Oh, That's right. there's, there's a few black senators yeah, right now, which is yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it's South three. Carolina. It's three now, right? You know what I'm saying? Scott is South Carolina. Yeah, Scott's South Carolina. Yes. You got, you got uh, Brother Man is messing with uh, Rosario Darson. Dawson. Oh, yes. Booker. 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 Yeah, Corey. Yeah, Corey Booker. And you got, now you have Tim Scott, who is not uh, right in the head. Uh, and, and Tim Scott, 
that senator um, who has basically been, um, I just, I don't want to say Uncle Bootlegger. Yeah, yeah. The, I don't want to say Uncle Tom or Mammy or Uncle Ben or bootlegger. Uh, yeah, the bootlegger. <laughs> Uh, you know what I'm saying? The bootlicker, uh, yeah, from from South Carolina has now, you know, done a rebuttal on uh, uh, on, on, on Joe, Joseph Biden yes. uh, and his speech uh, and said, you know, basically in so many words that America is not a racist country. Right. Um, you know, look. Yes, it is, man. Okay, you know, you know. What planet is he living know, on? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he, he didn't even have to say that, right? We already yeah, know. So what why it did is, he right? even do that? You know, his to draw attention. Yeah, his masters so. told him to go say that. His right? master said, "We need a Clearly. statement from you. Trot your ass out there. Say yeah. this bullshit. Right. And trot your ass back." Right? Because because I don't remember. I, you know, I I don't think I remember Biden saying that America is a racist country. So why no. do you have to say that it's not? Exactly. Right. Uh, is the first part right? But secondly, you know what I'm saying, besides the Tim Scott donkey of the day comment, right, um, then you have Kamala who comes right behind him and then tries to agree with him that America's not a racist country. Well, Um, I I just want to say this about her statement. Right. Because I think it needs a little clarification. Well, did you see her full statement? Mm, No. Check it out. Because I think I think what happened and I can't guarantee it, but I think. My understanding was, yeah, she released a full statement. Mm-hmm. They narrowed it down to like two sentences. Correct. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Those two sentences, I do not think, correctly convey what she actually said. Okay. Okay. In other words, mm-hmm. and we we've dealt with this all of our grown black lives inside of the jungles of North America. Mm-hmm. Malcolm but they did a soundbite, basically. Yeah, yeah. They, basically they took, yeah. say, six sentences, eight sentences, reduced it to two. Right. And those two might have said, well, I understand his view or, you know, yeah. uh, something like that. But when you eliminate the rest of it, right, then it doesn't make fucking sense. Well, you know. Well, All right, so but she well, shouldn't have set herself well, up let me just that. say she this. So, well, I just like to chime in as as a woman. Let me just chime in, just from my perspective, what I what I believe I understood um, that her comment was reflecting. Because who's going to say if I'm in that leadership role, Biden, whomever, um, I'm not going to say that America is racist. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say that. I find another way to say exactly that we have we cannot ignore the problems and the racist issues that plague America. Doesn't mean that the whole America I mean, is racist. And I believe right. that is, but that's really what <laughs> right. Kamala basically circled around, circled back, and said, "Yes, I agree. America is not racist." However, there was a rebut, right? You know, so, I, I think that's. I think what happened yeah. was that, as sharp as she is, mm-hmm. maybe I don't. I I think she underestimated their ability to turn it. To, well, she's gonna learn. To, oh no, she in that oh, role. She's gonna, she she gonna she learn because she's already. already. I mean, uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins, yes. Dr. Claude Anderson, yes. a bunch of other black scholars right. and thinkers have said, "What? Right? What, what you talking about, baby?" You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, and so, so, so when it really all comes down to it, this bootlicker, you know, um, is going to, you know, he has, he has done 
everything from Django, you mean? Uphold the white <laughs> racist power structure, you know. And I'm just starting to get sick and tired of his ass. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, because I'm gonna tell you, you know what I'm saying? He's 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 the best of what, he's the best of what the Republicans have. You know what I'm saying? He is the absolute best. Well, they all need a. a, He is a piece of shit. They all need a a Stephen from from Django. If you remember the role of Samuel Jackson. Yes. Well, that's that's who Tim Scott is. Yes. He's in the house. Yeah. From Django, remember the role Samuel Jackson had? That's who Tim Scott is. Yeah. And that's the same with um, CT in the Supreme Court. Oh, oh, Clarence please! Yeah. He doesn't even he he doesn't even rise to that level. <laughs> Uncle Clarence, Uncle Clarence. <laughs> if, if people knew the actual yeah. history of Uncle Tom, Uncle Tom, versus, yes, right, the versus, actual history. Yeah, you're right. Versus the public perception. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yes, they would know why I will not call CT. Well, tell it, please, okay. for those because now you retreat that you yeah, open that see, door. Let's tell Uncle it. Uncle Tom was a very very effective worker for our causes mm-hmm. and the way he did it was he he put on the mask did the job collected he information did what he had to do spook and then, sat by the door not thank you yeah. yes okay effectively yeah. very effectively I mean, right. think about it uncle tom's cabin the the actual play yeah. uncle tom's cabin was one of the most powerful and decisive Pieces of literature which actually hmm. helped to turn the tide, right? The tide with regard to you know uh, the North, you know, making a decision to try and end slavery, right? You know, you you, you got to remember that that piece of literature of Uncle Tom's Cabin, which traveled around the whole country, yeah, and they did well, play, the and, and they and the route and the world was really an anti-slave, yes, uh, thesis, uh, thesis, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm, so so mm-hmm. so Uncle Tom is actually the hero of this story right right so right. yeah so you know so when we say he's an uncle tom he's really not he's not but the uncle western tom. media mm-hmm. has turned it around the, to the, mean something diabolical right. yeah when your enemy right. never misses a shot mm-hmm. when your enemy pays attention to for example the true story of uncle tom mm-hmm. versus well maybe we could twist it maybe we could mold it maybe we could make Uncle Tom. So it's less powerful. Less and power. And right. becomes an indictment. Mm-hmm. Right. So then nobody reads Uncle Tom's Cabin. Rather than a Nat Turner. <laughs> there are people in the African community, globally, if you say Uncle Tom, they think of traitor. Right. Mm-hmm. Judas. Yeah. Traitor. Uncle yeah. Tom. See, and that's not really the truth. See, and what they don't understand is... If you don't read the history, you deserve to get pimped, right. played, right. Yeah. because that right. is not what Uncle Tom was. Because in he truth, was Spook who sat by the sat door, by the door, right yes, there in the in the yes, house, sir. listening yes, and just patsying, if you will, patsying the white supremacy. Yeah. You know, when he really knew it was about the survival and stick away and let me aid my sister Harriet. To do what we have to do, but in the meantime, I wear the gloves. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and I'm yeah. minstrel for you yeah. to right. make you feel not threatened. Because I remember every time they shoot one of y'all, every time they cut your fucking throat, I know I had a role to play, and that's what satisfies me at the end of my day. Mm-hmm. So, 
so I will I won't take it back and because I did not I won't I did not call uh, uh, Mr. Scott right right but I did re- refer him as Stefan in Django which is appropriate right because if you recall the role oh, yeah. of Stefan. Stephen Spets. What I want to say? Stephen Fetchin. We could say it more like a Stephen Fetchin. You know, because it's really. Stephen you're, you're a puppet. <laughs> yeah, you're a puppet. <laughs> right. You're a puppet that's just, you know, a menstrual puppet to make people think mm-hmm. everything's all good and yes, sir, yes, sir. Make, but whereas the real power role is the Uncle Tom who made y'all think. And everything was fine. Everything was fine, boss. Everything's fine, boss. Everything's fine, boss. Boss. Boss, everything's fine. And that's not what it is. So you're absolutely right. What are you talking about over there, Dim dare folk. Yeah. Lord, well, you know, but uh, Scott is none of, he's not nearly. Oh, no. You know. uh, Uncle Remus or Uncle Tom. No, gosh, man. You know, this guy. But, yeah, you know, Tim Scott is just, you know, unfortunately. A disgrace. He's a disgrace. And he yeah. really needs to come back to the good side. Because, I mean, because, you know, it just he's seems He's too like, far gone. It seems like he could be a good guy. You know what I'm saying? If he just wasn't. Whitewashed. Just all up under the nut sack, you know, getting <laughs> nut juice all on the top of that bald head he got. You know what I'm saying? He just, he just, they just rubbing their nuts all on his head, just giving him a good shine. You know what I'm saying? And you know, you know and saying? he's all in. He's you know. in the Kool Aid. He's yeah. in the Nut Aid. I oh mean, he's there. God. And Kool-Aid. I, I, I don't he's think you, you can't pull sure, him out. Man. You know what I'm saying? When people are that deep in, Christopher, you can't pull him out. Yeah, it's just yeah, he's stuck. Is, yeah, he's stuck. You know, because because as soon as he does, then they'd be like, yeah, he was molesting kids. You know what I'm saying? Probably too. You know what I'm saying? That's probably why. Why they we got we discovered he's really, he's really one of the people in Kuanon yeah, who actually do. Right? Okay. They, they probably got his ass bent over a barrel. And I wouldn't be surprised. Right. Yeah. You know, that's, that's not for us to go into, but just mm-hmm. we would like ourselves and our listeners to be aware. Right. Well, you that said there something. There are things under development with Kuanon. Oh, and yeah. There are people being pointed out mm-hmm. and identified. Mm hmm. For doing the exact thing they said they were opposed to. Yeah. Isn't it often the practitioner who becomes the perpetrator? They're the, the ones that becomes the, the practitioner. The practitioner. Yes. So when all of this uh, spinning that they're trying to, you know, mm-hmm. that they try always try to create this rhetoric, mm-hmm. you know, uh, out there and spin it and put it out there about other individuals other sides, other parties, you know, with a, a purpose and intent. And this the stirring of the stuff, they think about it years and months before yeah. it, by the time it gets out. Oh, yeah. You know, it's all about what the, they want the public to believe mm-hmm. and prep them because, why they can do their diabolical yeah. dirt. Yeah. So, if you, if, if just a, a quick example. If you've never read the actual background on the guy they claim murdered President John Fitzgerald Kennedy, Oswald, Mm -hmm. read what he did the last nine months. Hmm. Because what it shows is exactly what Sister Sonia B. just said. Hmm. They were 
laying the groundwork for the information, the film, the photos, all mm-hmm. of that shit. Yeah. So that when they then revealed him to be, oh, right. he killed our president, they would have a perfect damn near movie mm-hmm. of what Oswald did to prepare. Mm-hmm. Oswald did all of that knowingly because he really thought he was going to be something he knew he was going to be a pawn, but he knew it would be a pawn in a major move. He did not understand that he would be the pawn that would be executed. Huh. That's what he didn't understand. Right. Yeah. Okay. You know, and, and, you know, and <clears throat> this leads us back to, you know, going from Tim Scott, I mean, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and Kamala, you know, this leads us back to why, well, we got to talk about Biden, right? It's his first hundred days. because this, yeah. this, this was his speech. Yeah. Right? And his speech... Uh, was, you know, about the 6% increase in the economy since he's become president and the last 100 days of what he's done. You know, the United States uh-huh. government, uh, the United States uh, 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 economy yeah. has never grown that fast in mm-hmm. one quarter. Ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. You know, Ever. Okay, so, so that's now, taking something away, taking uh, candy out of somebody's mouth. Right. Uh, maybe uh, that socialism shit works, huh? So, uh, but, you know, but but on top of that, you know, he talked about, you know, a lot of the things that have taken place with regard to um, the um, immunizations. Yeah. Yeah. The decrease in the decrease in the decrease in in coronavirus cases. Yeah. The decrease in deaths Deaths. of coronavirus cases. Right. People social distancing and masking working, right? right. Science winning the day. That's right? against everybody. Uh, everything else that they were well, the former <clears throat> predecessor predecessor was saying. No, we don't need to do all that. And all these people saying we don't need to do that. I'm not doing this. Right. But now you've got in 90 days, three months. If Biden could pull this off. In mm-hmm. 90 days. What the fuck happened for four years? <laughs> Consider that question. Mm. Distractions oh, on yeah, what but, was I'm really going on, right? For four years. For four years. Not right. a year. Right. Not even two. Right. Four fucking years? You couldn't get it together to even get the goddamn vaccine started? There was no intent. They were well, too They were too busy trying to keep public well, they, distraction. We didn't have the disease for four years. We, you give them that. You know what I'm saying? They, oh, the yeah. whole year that was last year, right? You know I'm saying when he, okay. You know what I'm saying? So at, yeah. the end of, at the end, near the end of Trump's first year, he dissolved. Oh, yeah. The mechanism for, for getting that shit The done. group. Yeah. That right, that had, had been previously yeah, put it, in place. It, it passed from Bush yeah. to Obama right. to Trump. Right. And he never opened the they, they never were opened the notebook. They just got the rid of the whole committee. Debriefed them mm-hmm. and then put it in the, in, the on the pandemic shelf. playbook. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For mm-hmm. pandemics. Put it on the shelf mm-hmm. and yeah. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, how it looks. We know that this country and the that politics is so divided that they're not going to give the proper recognition and acknowledgement because they're still planning no matter what 
They want, we've lost a couple of representatives. The Democratic Party has lost a couple of representative seats. You know, I Mm -hmm. think uh, California, about three. Utah, California, and if I'm not mistaken, New York. New York, California, most important. This is based on census. Yeah. Right? So they're saying. One seat each, New York and California. So populations move, yes, move to Texas and other places and so forth. So they're they're still (laughs) spinning their wheels and planning on 2024. That's the target. So that very conversation that we talked about that you just mentioned about the workings and the makings and the preppings Mm -hmm. of what's going on. That's what's going on right now. That's what's going on right right now. But but coming back to this, Mm. when you said what the fuck happened, you know what I'm saying, Uh, with regard to the Trump administration, this is just another clear case of showing how Donald Trump was utilized as a tool, an effective tool to atrophy (laughs) the Mm -hmm. United States Mm -hmm. government and Mm -hmm. atrophy our health, atrophy our mental health, atrophy our unity, atrophy our our economy, right? And everything else, right? And then when one guy comes and takes over, like Joe Biden's simple ass, you know what I'm saying? You know, Joe Biden's a very simple guy. Yes. You know what I'm saying? He's not very complicated. You know, and you know what I'm saying, and, and, and that, for a guy that, that even adds to the irony that that's because what, yeah. Trump was the world power, right? A, a very good mind, hmm. right? You know, and everything else. You know what I'm saying? He sat there and sold those people a load of shit, and they ate it with big, huge spoonfuls, and were happy about it, right? And now they're in shock because of this huge how, and immaculate turnaround. How, how is it possible yeah. that President Biden could do in 90 days? Mm. What Trump couldn't get going in four years. Right. Well, even if you say the last two years. Right. That's still two years. Yeah. 90 days isn't even half a year. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How does this work? But if you're tr- about really getting business done instead of doing your own dirty work uh-huh. and background work uh-huh. and kissing butt and uh-huh. tail and all that stuff uh-huh. under the table right. of what's really going on, which we're about to find out. Oh yeah, based on Giuliani, who's probably oh, the, as the we said, the revelations are coming. Mm-hmm. Yes, the revelations. We don't. So, yeah. So I, you know, and then and then you know, then we talk about why Tim Scott actually said this isn't a racist country, right? Because one of the things that Biden did in that ninety in that one hundred day speech was that he actually spoke on the trial, right? Yeah. Um, which is that's the, a great segue. You know yeah, the well, trial. Yeah. Well, the trial, which actually took place, and and. Uh, where the jury uh, unanimously found uh, Derek Chauvin, the Chauvin trial, the Chauvin trial, the uh-huh. Derek guilty Chauvin, of all three guilty on all three counts. I'm just a little pissed myself, just a little, that they weren't able to bring murder one charges yeah. to this man. Yeah. Um, but you yeah. know, third degree murder, manslaughter. And uh, I can't criminal I think, negligence or something like that. I can't remember second the degree manslaughter and criminal negligence and third degree third degree murder yeah. right murder. Uh, um, and so so with those three charges he could be looking up at up to forty five years right seventy five years okay up forty to on one twenty on another right and so yeah, so the the 75. the argument is out there. You know what I'm saying? I'm taking chips. I'm taking bets. Okay. This motherfucker gonna walk with probation. What are you saying? You know what I'm saying? Walk with probation. Because that's that's here's the thing. Mm. When that happened, you know what I'm saying, it did stop a major riot from happening. 
right? Right. Um, Thank you know, God. So, you know, nobody. Everybody was like, "Oh, okay, I can go just put my gasoline back in the in the garage," <laughs> right? Um, and that was great because you know I was happy about the whole thing because I was able to put it back in my car. But <laughs> you know, and, but you know, here was my thing when my my homegirl called me from Chicago and goes, "Oh, they're guilty on all three. Oh, we're so happy." And I said, oh, wait a minute. Hold on, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> Slow your roll. Don't get too happy. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, what happened was that you had the citizens of the United States of America who actually went in there and voted. Yeah. Right? Now what you have is the judiciary who's going to make the decision, right, on, you know, how much time this guy gets. Right? There's no jury that's going to that's going to, that's going to help make that decision. Right? Judge. And judges have gone... Specifically, judges have gone very light down. You know what I'm saying on on these on these individuals. You know what I'm saying. This I, guy, I think that's why the the right. one charge is forty years. One charge is that's a maximum 20. of forty. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Another's twenty. I bet you doesn't get another fifteen. It's, it's seventy five years in total, but that benefits what they want to do mm-hmm. because if you jack it up. Then when you cut it down, it still looks like he's getting punished. Right, I know. See, it's if they the had twenty, mm-hmm. and he get five, you got an explosion. Right. If he if you say seventy five is the max, and, and he, he get gets forty five, and he gets well, you, or even thirty five, because because he'll probably death, only do twenty ten ten. Right. Really? Good behavior, yeah. if that. Well, it, it depends upon the, the interpretation. See, and that's where, like you were saying about the, the, the jury versus the judge, mm-hmm. it's the judge's job to figure out how to mesh the charges and the right. maximum charge, the maximum penalties for each charge. Right. Because my thing would be, I want all max on all three charges, mm-hmm. and I want them run consecutively. Not concurrent. Yeah. Right. Consecutively. That means you got a 40 to do, you got a 20 to do, and you got a 15 to do. Right. And if you die and come back as another person, they're going to say, get your ass back in that fucking jail. Uh, Get your ass back in that cell. You know what you did. (laughs) The last line, right? Who said that? That was Richard Pryor, right? Get your ass back in that cell. You know what you did last time. (laughs) Don't, don't, I don't want to talk. I gave him three lessons. Right. Here's my thing, though. Right. I, like I said, I just have a real problem. And I told her, I said, I, you know, I just, I'm sorry. My friend, homegirl, nice, wonderful person back, friend of, back in Chicago, white girl. And she said, oh, this is so wonderful. You know what I'm saying? This is a good thing for And I said, man, I just, I, I hate to tell you, man, but them crackers ain't going to do you right. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? You know, think about this. You know what I'm saying? Remember that chick that shot the dude sitting in the living room eating ice cream? When he was no. in his own apartment. I don't, oh, yeah, the police yeah, so officer. Yeah, Ahmad Arbery and the yeah. girl. Yes, yes, came, man, yes. Not only did they, not only did they give her a deal on, on in terms of uh, in terms of the amount of time she had to spend, shit. The, the judge came down and gave her ass a hug. Right. I know that's you right. Know what she and his brother hugged her. Right. Oh. I'd have shot both them niggas. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Bill. Bill. You, right. the law. you know what, what the hell? I need to call on? this yeah. uh, this this episode. I'd have shot both them. Mm. <laughs> I shot both them in. <laughs> right, but you know what I'm saying? Anyway. So, so 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 you know you know 
for me, I am just, you know, waiting to see, you know what I'm saying, if we can still keep the country from burning down with the with the with the verdict here. You know, because right. you know, with because the um, with, right. you know what I'm saying because the you know the rest of the verdict is in the form of punishment and when it all comes down to it i'm just not sure if they're going to if they're not going to look for some kind of a way you know what i'm saying to they to, are. to squeeze sure. him somewhere. i mean even if it's just to fucking give him 45 years or 50 years but then put him in like some kind of protective custody situation where he's like at club fed or some shit right you know what i'm saying i mean you know what i'm saying they put him in some kind of like minimum security prison where they make him a trustee on the first day or you know what i'm saying and uh you know you know so based you know, on what you're saying yeah in direct line with it uh huh I want to see the first time a police officer in this country is executed. Oh shoot! Oh. For the no, no, I, I understand. <laughs> Hold on now. Okay. I know. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I but, know. But listen, I really think you did actually. That either way, hmm? that you did. Yeah, his name was Christopher Darden or Christopher. What was his name? <laughs> Darden. Uh, not Christopher Darden. Poor Darden. But, uh. uh Dorner. Dorner. Christopher Dorner. That was the first yeah. black uh, that was the first police officer you've ever seen executed. Yeah. But Who I mean was that? that was the black cop. That was the black cop that went over there and started shooting out them LA cops shot and the family. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. And then they burned his ass down in that house. Yeah, that's right. That was Big Bear. I'm the execution of a police officer for killing us. Right. Right. See, and that person's thing was a little... And see, that was a little political to me. Oh, no, that was a oh, burning They burnt his very, ass down. Yeah, it was very political. They could have captured his ass. They burnt that damn place down. But it they, wasn't... A, yeah, it was very political. Yeah. But I they always believed in that situation because it really got up under my skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I knew that this brother was wrong within the police department, in division. He saw things. He yeah. knew things. And, and he was why, disturbed by it. That's, that's, that's why he wrote that manifesto. That's why he mm-hmm. went out the way he did. He did. Yeah. Like, you know, fuck it. I know what y'all, how y'all he knows. to the masses. And he knows it. Yeah, but exactly. He knew it. I would really like to see in a case like the cases that keep coming up mm-hmm. all my life, all my fucking life. I remember seeing at 13 in L.A., there was a black man who something happened in his family and they called the police. 26 shots. Front and back. Mm. I saw the photos. Yeah. I talked to the guy that took the photos. Uh. All my fucking life, this is the way it's been. So what I want to see, what I want to see is no matter what happens with Chauvin, Mm -hmm. no matter what happens with him, I want us to continue to turn the dial. Yeah. The dial. Yeah. Of. Oh. Continue. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I, if he, it, whatever. Yeah. Turn the dial up. The next guy gets more. Turn the dial up. Yeah. Turn the dial up. Keep the pressure up, and realize that we are at war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We say mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Some people, I think, comprehend it. I think, unfortunately, most of our people don't. Mm. Yeah. They don't understand. Though now, if you talk to a brother that's been in the military, mm-hmm. if you talk to a brother that's experienced the '60s and '70s, '80s on the street mm-hmm. with Revolutionary Action Movement, yes. Black Panther Party, <clears throat> on and on and on, they have a clearer, keener sense when right. you say war of all of what you're talking about. 
But most Americans, they don't understand that when we say that, we fucking mean it. Right. Motherfuckers have been mobilized okay. against us. Yeah. Organized, yeah. funded, mobile, all that. Yeah. For the specific purpose of denying us our place in the world. Yeah, Not absolutely. here, but the world. So it's interesting, Alan, and this is almost another episode topic. Because <laughs> we might, you know, I want to yeah. really create and come back to a topic about this. Is that, do you believe that the world, let's say not even the world, the U.S., people that are more advantaged and in power roles are witnessing, a, are we witnessing a slight shift in the belief and understanding of what has been, other than what crazy t- Tim Scott said, that that it's all those all these years of denial and not seeing and not wanting to see, but that more Americans, white and others, mm-hmm. are recognizing for the first time that black people and African American and black people in America has not only the, the true history of this slavery, but the psychological, economic, and all else fallout that we have been under undue pressure and post-traumatic stress syndrome and living on existence of of under these wrong wrongfulness and wrongdoings all our life. That's on jobs. That's on, you know, just being shot while I driving while black. Do you believe that there's a shift? Of of this understanding no, now, I don't. and accept no. when I say shift, I, I mean shift and acceptance. No, but in, still I denial. I think, I think yeah, I think. every generation of this fucking bastard colony. Yeah, I won't even go further. <clears throat> anyway, in the history of the United States of America, which was founded, I believe it was seventeen seventy six. Well, well, that yeah, was, was the somewhere. somewhere that the, was the Constitution uh, was ratified in 1787, but the yeah. the war for independence started in 1776. Right. Okay. Right. But yeah. in this country's history, every generation there have been white people that have gradually begun to wake up. Mm-hmm. Every generation. Yeah, but those people die. <laughs> That's true. That's true. They it's not, all over it's again, not right? enough. <laughs> there has to be a succession. Right. But every generation. Right. That's why certain organizations like ACLU, for example. Right. They have a training program for new members that covers their entire history. Right. And they require it when you join. Right. The point is, is that it... it it happens every generation because it has to, because generations die off. Yeah. Exactly what you said. Yeah. But what I really believe is happening for us is that the universe, what is, what's the saying? The universe bending, bending towards arts justice, towards justice, arts yeah. towards justice. Yeah. Our job is to keep that motherfucker arcing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And whatever y'all do, whatever y'all don't do, I don't give up. Because the only thing that matters is me and mine. Mm-hmm. If we we are at war, so therefore, all of you that are at war with me and mine, I'm willing to do what I have to do. Right. Now, it may be extreme in some situations. It may be minor, relatively speaking, in other situations. But I don't want them, them dare folk, 
Them death folk. Don't ever forget. I Not know, now, I know, I know we at war, and I know what is required. Right. And what is required is that I will put me in between you and those I love and the things I stand for, and you have to do me in order to do them. Hey, 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 don't get too hasty there, buddy. <laughs> I mean, you're, 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 don't speak for all of us. We don't, you, you, this guy doesn't speak for all No, I'm, I'm just joking. Oh, that was well <laughs> said. Weird. No, yeah, you're right. And I did all. Yes. That's well what. Said. That's what I think. Where we yeah. are globally, right? Because see that, that there are those among us that talk about the grand rising of the African global diaspora, right? And they mean it. They mean everywhere African person puts their feet on this planet. Pan Africanism. Speaking of that, okay, so I'm going to wind down and go on, move on to booty juice. But because you said that, and it just said we just got to talk about the booty, Mm -hmm. the entertainment, the money, the business. But um, Ah! now, did you are you aware? Speaking of uh, 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 African American, African global conscious mindset, did you know that uh, Stevie Wonder is moving to Ghana? I thought he did. I thought he left already. Well, no. What happened happened was Mm -hmm. Stevie almost. 10, 12 years ago, Stevie bought property there. He began to spend time there on a periodic basis. Yeah. Okay. Recently, the controversy, controversy was that he said, I can't, I can't, I can't stay here no longer, y'all. Ready? So, Mr. Wonder has made it clear. He didn't just wake up to Africa and its potential recently. This has been going on for years. And I believe that he, along with other African and African-American key players investing in Africa with their money, their time, and their energy, as well as their physical presence, I think it's going to signal an increase in African-Americans inside of this country beginning to look at Africa differently. You now have African universities that have exchange programs with all, almost all of the HBCUs. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got a friend at Howard, and she's getting ready to do something in Ghana. And it'll be part of her PhD work. It better be what we do. You okay. know, because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. um, what the Chinese know and what the rest of the world knows Yeah. That we many of us aren't getting because we're too busy trying to get America. You know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what I'm saying a, a cool mask with a nice print on it or some shit, mm-hmm. right? Is that <laughs> is that cool <laughs> mask? You know, population wise, the African continent is going to be yielding the largest portion of the workforce in the near future, right? So, you know, for the world, and we're not talking. You know, China was that. Up to a certain point. That's but, you know, right, it was. Now, China can, but you realize that China, they can go and they can build like a, a 60 floor high rise in like four days, right? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So right. pretty soon, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the true. continent of Africa will be able right, to do, right. you know, people, the, the amount of people that are on the continent of Africa will be able to do that, right? So it's about getting those people prepared not to just be army ants and, you know, and mm. uh, mine diggers, mm-hmm. right? But to be. Um, but to but to actually have some kind of real intrinsic value with regard to skill sets, 
um, business and shall afflict them for 400 years. Guess how long we've been here. And that nation whom they serve, I will judge. And afterward, they will come out with great substance. Go ahead, Julius, from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> do you know what that, you know, do you, I mean, but listen to that. Yeah. You know what I'm That is so poetic to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if there's anything I believe in the Bible, it's that. Those verses, mm. right? You know what I'm saying? Because, because, Let it you know, be prophetic. specifically, prophetic. you know, mm-hmm. th- this, this journey that we as African Americans have been on is not, you know, by any, you know, stretch of the imagination, just something that just happened to us for no reason. You know, there's a reason why we've mm-hmm. gone through what we've mm-hmm. gone through. And I really do believe that that time is coming. You know what I'm saying? I think, you know, the, the Stevie Wonders of the world and everybody else. Mm are good for helping to get themselves on the ground floor, but it's time for us to start thinking about what we're going to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, Building exactly what elders said over a hundred years ago. What Marcus Mosiah Garvey said. What uh, um, W.E.B. said. What a number of Malcolm, a number of others, over centuries have said. Mm -hmm. Know where you should be. Know where what you what you're supposed to be doing, and go fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Because if we focus on that and we keep focus on the fact we're in a state of war, mm-hmm. then that should help you avoid some situations, mm-hmm. some complications. Mm-hmm. But it'll also build us as a people beyond our person. Right. Okay. So it's not, you know, just the smartest or the ones that got the most degrees or blah, blah, blah. It's all of us. I, and I th- All of us. Personally, I think that the reason why the Republicans and the left-wing or the right-wingers are so far against, right, uh, mm-hmm. this, this Biden uh, uh, desire to uh, rebuild the infrastructure and, 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 you know, and, and, you know, reimagine America how it should be. And all the other things is because what they really what they really kind of feel is like these niggas gonna learn all this shit and take it with them, right? You know, what I'm saying? you know what I'm saying? Okay, so that's what we need to be doing. You know what I'm saying? Actually, you know what I'm saying? Well, learn I all the things they have. I don't want they, them involved right? in that. You know, they're, yeah. gonna, they're gonna learn how to rebuild roads and, and, and buildings and all that other shit, and then they're gonna take all them shit. skill sets with them right over to Africa and, and go rebuild those countries which have all the resources and everything that they need. And you know, in addition, that's to that, right. In addition to that, if we work through a global African diaspora oh, yeah. network, Pan-Africanism, yeah, absolutely. Then we're talking exactly Belize, yeah. the Caribbean, Peru, South America, Brazil, right. South America, Central America, right. all that, all the European Africans that live there, you know, uh, you know, and and you know, and you know, to me, it's 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 an amazing feeling. I don't know if you've been overseas before, but you know what I'm saying? You could be in fucking it didn't matter where you are, right? You could you could be in you could be in Norway up in in, in uh in uh Lilyhammer. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It, it's nighttime at you know four o'clock in the in the morning you know, it, it's nighttime at, at ten o'clock in the in the morning, right? And you walk in and you walk by a black dude, you know what's gonna happen? You gonna get that nod? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's up, bro? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he don't speak the same language. He, he gonna do right. this though. You know what I'm saying? And and that's and you know and the, and the fact of the matter is, is that that in and of itself a shows thing. that it's an innate thing. 
It's right. a, it's 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 an intrinsic value that we all have, right? Uh, doesn't matter where we are, whether right. we're in Africa or we're in you know in the furthest place from Africa. We could be we could be in Antarctica and be another Negro walking along the the ice shelf. And if you, you know what I'm saying, what's up, bro? What's up? Well, man? you know that's I think you know, and that's the beautiful thing is that when you have your your uh, really top comedians, particularly Richard Pryor, who talked about right. experience in Africa, Eddie Murphy, right. and of course, uh, of course, uh, Dave Chappelle. Right. Oh yeah. You know, and uh, and it's just it just it's the power of it, the yeah. beauty of it, the freedom of it, and all of those other things that there are people that look like me. Yeah. In positions of control and power and so forth, and you're not the oddball. You're not going to have people running after you in the store. You're right. not going to be stopped driving <laughs> while black. Right. You know right. all those, right. all those uh, things that you know really keep a foot on our neck mm-hmm. in this country. And that's the reality. When I asked that question previously, did you think there was any shift in understanding? Because the truth is, is that I think that they don't understand that there's a foot on our neck every day. Absolutely. When we wake up, yeah. when we go to bed. I'm only concerned about us. And I don't mean to be to sound like I'm not a humanitarian, mm-hmm. but family first. First. Love self, love kind. Mm-hmm. The rest is on their motherfucking own. Right. <laughs> okay? That's it. That's just that. Because that's yeah. what everybody else does. Yeah. That's what everybody else does. Yeah, I, you know, I just, I guess the one thing I feel is that, you know, the, the one thing I really, really, truly feel is is that, um, unfortunately, for the black community here in the United States, which is about 13 to 15% of the population, somewhere in between there, mm-hmm. is that there's just not a true, truly profound awareness, right? right? You know what I'm saying? Of right. the fact that we're at war. Right. Or the fact that we, you know, or the fact that, uh, you know, yeah, there's a, there's 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 an awareness of the fact that, yeah, cops will whoop your ass or there's an awareness of the cop of the fact that, you know, shit's not fair. Right. There's an awareness of the, you know, these motherfuckers are racist. All that shit's all, we, we're aware of all those things. Right. You know, but but what we are unaware of. Right. Is what we could accomplish, you know, what I'm saying through through. Pan-Africanism through through the through the joining of our forces, yeah. right through the through the through the, through the the sharing of our resources mm-hmm. through the you know through the you know the the change in ideology by which we move ourselves as a community you know uh, toward toward the forefront of, of of the world right if we were able to do that we would might be able to do something with our youngsters right you know what I'm saying we might be you know because we have all these people and everybody's just you know they're trying to figure out. You know how to get food stamps, or, or you know what I'm saying. Or, you know what I'm saying. I, I hate to say it. You know the what I'm basics. Saying? The, the basics. The they're just trying to do the, the, the very basic basics. You know what I'm saying. And and it's it's sad because you know we're just not getting to where we need to be, and and there's no, um, at least not, I shouldn't say there's no. I should say there are just not enough resources in sight to get our people on the same page to where we actually start moving in that way. You know what I'm saying. Um, but it, it's coming. It's coming. I think that you know. I think that eventually, black love that awareness is will revolutionary. Right. Yeah, a better day is coming. A better black day is love coming. is revolutionary. Mm-hmm. It's revolutionary. We have to we have to relearn the basics. Yeah. If I can't love you, I can't work with you. Yeah. I can't <laughs> listen to you. Yeah. I can't learn from you. Yeah. I can't teach you. Right. 
And that because if you can't love everybody, you can't sell everybody. You can't sell to people that you can't love. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know what? It all starts with self love. And I'm talking about, you know, self and kind. So with that, you all, let's uh, close on um, just a couple of things in Booty Juice. I want to mention passing. Yeah. And I want to talk about Oscar's So Black and we'll make it brief. First of all, so I want to say that in the recent uh, news, we know that uh, 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 Shock G of Digital Underground. Uh, Greg, he passed yes. uh, a couple of uh, about a couple about Greg a week Jacobs. or so ago, and yeah. uh, but it recently mm-hmm. came out that in which I don't know people if you're like me, I didn't know that the addiction and the problem that he had he had been struggling with with mm-hmm. with drugs. He was found in I believe it was Tampa, Florida. There's that F word again. Yeah, you that know, F word. You know, <laughs> you know. As, as much as I, you know, uh, now you you've met him before, correct? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I, you know, I have. Uh, you know, uh, I'm a, I'm a musician um, and, and, and worked with a group called Force One Network, where I was lead singer, which was actually a spinoff of Digital Underground. Mm-hmm. Um, started working with those guys in uh, 1993, um, and um, you know, at the time, you know, uh, they were, you know, the Shock G and uh, Tupac and Money B and all those guys were still, um, you know, even though they we're starting to go in different directions uh, with Raw Fusion or Force One Network or um, or Tupac going on his own. Um, you know, the fact of the matter is that they were still somewhat unified with regard to sharing resources and, and working in the studio and and uh, you know sharing ideas. Uh, so yeah, I, I was fortunate enough to actually got a ch- to get a chance to work with Shock G a few times. Um, and you know, the truth of the matter was that you know the guy was just ultra talented he was very very smart he was you know he was one of those guys you know to where now you know you, you see uh you know people producing and you know you don't really get the idea that production is is a very highly detailed you know the super production is a, a very highly detailed uh a job right um you know you have you have uh you know these guys will go and they will sit there for hours just listening to to a snare drum just to make Sure, that they have the absolute right snare drum that's going yeah. to peek through that bass line that they have. And then they're going to change the bass line. And they're going to listen to about a thousand bass line, or, or a thousand types of bass electronically to where they're going to switch the bass from this to that. Right? Shock G was one of the, one of the innovators in that. You know, so if you listen to that, you realize that we, at the time when they started, when Digital <laughs> Underground was released in 1988, mm-hmm. right? That they were called digital underground, and they were yeah. and they were and they were taping their records on analog tapes. Yeah, right. So understand that these guys were going to the next level before everybody else was going to the next level. Yeah, and and <clears throat> this guy was incredible. You know, saying he, you know, you know, Tupac Shakur um, had made his first album and you know had some had some successes, but then when he came with the second album, he was actually ready to quit. But you know who saved his career? The person that actually saved Tupac Shakur's career and actually created uh, the sound that he needed in order to be able to become a great uh, icon was Shock G. His first hit was a song called I Get Around. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And and guess what? I was there for that session. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's it's amazing to see, um, you know, these guys, um, you know, uh, you know, do what they do and, and to have done what they did. Um, it, it, unfortunately, one of the things we also knew was, you know, 
was that Jacques did have some 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 issues. You know, what I'm saying he liked mm-hmm. to have a good time, mm-hmm. and he liked to get he liked to get high. You know, yeah. what I'm saying, and, and and unfortunately, you know, what I'm saying we're talking about. 1993. So that's almost that's a, 30 years ago. So he, right. you know, he might have started that 30 years ago, right? right. And so if you if you're talking about you know somebody getting high for 30 years, just like DMX, uh, yes, right? you yes. know it's not necessarily an overdose, right? It's right. just in a, a long Wearing. history of your body and the organs that are in your body. Right. You know, saying your having arteries, to take the continuous and constant beating of organs, that yes. that shuts down. And so he was found uh, unresponsive. You know, in 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 his in his uh, hotel hotel suite. Yes. You know, here, here's in the thing. Though, you know, what I'm saying one. You know, one of the things that you know we, I, I, I you know, I talk about all the time is you know, it's, it's people talk about it was a great loss. It really was. Yeah, fifty seven. You know? Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, one of the things that happened with Shock was he stopped producing. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere in there, he just kind of just took the songs that he had and just sort of went around and toured around and right. traveled and did shows right. and, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, waved hands and then got back to his room and got high. Got high, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And just enough to get along. I mean, just yeah. enough to yeah, do just, what you, you know, need. <laughs> you know, he always had a nice car. He had a nice whip. He had a, he had a fat uh, condo over here in Emeryville, I remember. Mm. You know, um, you know what I'm saying? I remember when the brother had a, he was, you know, he had a, a McLaren. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know, before everybody else was driving stuff, you know, hmm. he was the smart guy. He had, you know, he had publishing deals and, mm. and you know, and this guy was one of those guys who had come out here from New York, sort of like a vagabond, you know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, um, and he made something of himself. And so, you know, you have to be, um, you know, you have to be, uh, you have to get his brother his salute, you know, for having done oh, what he did. Absolutely. Sorry. No, no, no. That's okay because that really you that was just contributed our our tribute to yeah. Brother Shock G. I know that uh, Bootsy and several of the people because they give the brother credit for bringing back the funk mm-hmm. within the rap. You know, yes. yes. And so uh, in the music industry, of course, everybody Shock G shocked a lot of people, yeah. a lot of G's. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean. Think about the innovation, you know what I'm saying, of what he did. I mean, you know, he was doing things, you know, that people weren't doing. I mean, n- not only just, not only from a, from the innovation of just the sound, but, you know, but, but, but concepts like sex packets, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this was a, this was a pill that you could take, a drug, right? Mm-hmm. Which you could take and then have the <laughs> fantasy of your life just by just laying back and allowing it to happen. Right. Um, this was this was, uh, you know, you had you had, uh, you know, Humpty Dance. Right. Which actually mm. um, y- y- you think about Humpty Dance. You know, Humpty Dance yeah. was, you know, Humpty Dance encompassed this was a song that encompassed two characters in it. You had right. Shock G. Yeah. Who was in the video. And, his right? alter ego. and then you had his alter ego, which was Humpty. Yeah. Right. Both these guys are in the video. How'd they do that? His brother looks just like him. Is right? right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And who's also in that other uh, video uh, that he was in uh, with uh, the Nothing But Trouble soundtrack, which yeah. was uh, All Around the World, same song. Yeah. Same song. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're both sitting there together doing the thing, and you're going, wait a minute, how'd they do that? Because they look dead <laughs> on each other. Right? Um, but but this guy was, was, was should have made a, they should have made a movie. You know and they saying? may. It's still the doors open. Yeah, they they should have made a movie about Digital Underground, but they also should have made a movie about you know that was based upon like the Humpty and and all those those characters that they had. You know, they had MC yeah. Blowfish and all the other guys. You know, what <laughs> I'm saying they they were they were like a cartoon group. You know, what I'm saying mm, and, mm. and their characters. Mm-hmm. 
Um, there, you know, each person had a specific character. Do you know that Tupac was urged to have a yes, character too? Yes, I, I, which I do was know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. right. You know yes. what Tupac, they, they were like, Tupac, this is what you do, right? Da, 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 this and Guess what they wanted me to be? <laughs> young Chris is what that was, was. Was what they was. You're gonna be young Chris, and what you're gonna do is you're gonna, you know, you're gonna walk around, and you know. And I was like, no, 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 no. I couldn't do it. You know I, couldn't, I couldn't step out of myself and be this character. Yeah. Right. Um, that they wanted, you know, they yeah. wanted me to be, which, which is actually a thug, mm-hmm. right? You know, what I'm saying with my pants sagging and my, you know, what I'm saying and the whole. Nah, 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 that's not me. That's you know what not Even though I was all cut up and stuff, it wasn't gonna happen, right? You know, but uh, but. And I was too much of a nice guy to, to, to sort of fit into those kind of, that kind of a role. I was like, you know, like, you know, um, just not that guy, you know, um, you know, and I wasn't a hip hop guy. I was a, I was a singer, you know. Well. Um, but anyways, it's a long story short, to, uh, yeah, it, uh, uh, this guy was an innovator, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and he's going to be sorely missed. He will. He will. So, I mean, I think with all that, and, and even though he wasn't born in the Bay Area, but he was certainly a big plant in the Bay Area. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. big, huge. So Yeah, he came out here to go to the Leo de Garcolca School of Music, which was actually one of the few uh, sound engineering schools that they had at the time. You know, so now you've got, you know, you've got the Academy of Art, you've got the Digital uh, School of over in Emeryville, yeah, yeah. Um, you got all those schools, but back in the day, Leo D. Garcuca, who was mm-hmm. like a, I guess a, a studio engineer, he had yeah. a, he had a school in San Francisco. Um, he, I think he had even been dead by the time they went there. But him and Jimmy Dright, hmm. or Chop Master J, hmm. um, they actually went to to the Leo D. Garcuca school, and Chop Master J and him. Started talking about you know funkadelic and you yeah. know and all yeah. that other stuff and they kind of realized that they kind of had something in common. Oh. And Jimmy, who you know, Jimmy's father had a little bit of money and 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 Shock was like, well, let's try and do something. And they went in the studio and his father put the money up and they created uh, sex packets. You know what I'm saying? Well, they <laughs> yeah they and that's yeah they, yeah, yeah and Atron Gregory signed him in the whole nine but but yeah they that's how he got out here. He came out here from Florida. Not to come out here and live, and you know he knew anybody or anything. He came out here specifically to go to, to go to that school. school that nobody had ever heard of. Right? You know what I'm saying? But he it came, was the shit. Wow. But it was the shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, let's move it on to the Oscars, okay? And we'll put a a, a close on. And we just want to yeah. give some recognition. So. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to call this Oscar so black because it hasn't been as black <laughs> to date. So there were several uh, nominees by African Americans, or I should say, black performers, mm-hmm. actors in the Oscar '72 uh, history, right. and so 35 of 102 performances were cited. That's that's a lot. So uh, for best actor, Chadwick Boseman was uh, nominated for Ma Rainey. And Delroy Lindo, I like Delroy Lindo for Five Blood, Spike Lee. He should have been joined. He should have been nominated for Best Supporting. Yeah, yeah. He shouldn't have been the best actor in that movie. He yeah, should have I, been Best Supporting. Who, who would you? His, think, you know, who was the best actor in that movie? If no, there, well, there wasn't. There, there, well, he was the the main actor in that film. Really, I would say Delroy Lindo. No, Delroy was not the guy. Delroy was not. The main character in the movie. The movie wasn't about him. The movie. It was, wasn't about him. It right. wasn't about any one but person. I think, but I think what happened was that they wanted 
to have somebody from that movie. And right. I think he was chosen. He could have been chosen for best supporting yeah. because no, all no. of them supported each other. I yeah. don't think there was any one person that was the lead. Chadwick Boseman was also I in that movie. Think, I'm not saying that Delroy was the lead. No, I understand that. Right. That what happened was that they wanted that film to be in that part of the competition. Right. And he was decided. As the best actor. We're drafting you. We're going right. to nominate you for best actor. Yeah. Well, we know you which is why he lead. lost. Well, well on because the other his, hand. His, his character was a, ser- a supporting character. Well, here's you know? the thing. Chadwick Boseman was nominated as supporting actor for Five Bloods. Chadwick should have been the lead. I don't think so. Because it was about them going back to get him. Right? Yeah, but he yeah. was dead. He didn't have a lot of parts in, in the roles. It he, wasn't. It wasn't true. strong. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. But Chadwick was. Yeah, really he, what it was he, about. He, to me, he wouldn't have been. He they, wasn't they powerful enough to he be the best been, actor. He should have been best supporting. He shouldn't have been nominated. Actually, well, he was nominated, movie. but he was nominated for. I mean, give me, don't get me wrong. <laughs> he should have given. He should have been given a, a, a congressional medal of honor for going to Vietnam and doing that movie while he was dying of cancer. You know what I'm saying? That's no, it should, it should have been a post-tomb you know, uh, recognition. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, I think so. That's what he should have gotten. Yeah, I mean, you know, in in 150 degree humid weather in Vietnam, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, they, the guy from one of the other guys from the Five Bloods actually I mentioned. He said, uh, you know, he really felt bad about the way he looked at Chadwick Boseman when he was in the film. Oh at, yeah, at the, he on looked, the set he because looked, he didn't look well. They were giving him massages and people were massaging his feet and they were icing his neck. It was like he had all these people babying him right. throughout the whole production. And not the guy was like, he was Oh dying. well he's just a little he's just a little softy not knowing he was not dying. knowing he was dying. You know? Yeah, that's you know? a good one. He was suffering through that whole He didn't look he, well. He paid for all that. Chadwick paid for all that. For the production? No, no for all of that all care. Care all the entourage, that entourage. Had to have. Okay, yeah, yeah. See, and that to was, help that was something it. that yeah, I, I didn't I, know that. I saw yeah. a statement from Delroy, and Delroy yeah. said, "Oh hell, fucking no! <laughs> right? You want me over here doing this motherfucking shit? You gonna pay me? Right? <laughs> you gonna pay for my? Because I know it was right. hot as hell. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. You know what yeah. they went through. Well, okay, so uh, Viola Davis for Best Actress. The nominees, the African or Blacks, were uh, Zendaya. For, Zendaya, yeah, yes. from Malcolm and Marie. That's you know, something we didn't really talk about. That that was a good movie. And uh, I liked it. And Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, in which she yeah. won. Yeah, I don't think. I, who did? Viola Davis. She won. Yeah. She did. Oh well, good for her. Oh, yeah. Well, that's her did. second Oscar, right? I believe, if not yeah, a third, yeah, I second. guess it's her second. Yeah, it's her second. She's I think won she a won. few things. Second, yeah. yeah, she's won two. Well, she's I also think. won some other awards. Yeah, I mean, other awards. Golden yes. Gloves and other things. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah. <laughs> well, I think she did win a Golden Globe. <laughs> but uh, Golden Globe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, it sounded like you said Golden Gloves. Oh no, Golden Globe. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only reason I laughed. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh no, she. Right. Hey, she she's super duper, but I don't think she. Right. <clears throat> yeah, no, yeah, but yeah, she, you know, she, she's a great actress, and mm-hmm. you know, I just hate to see her cry because she just knows how to get her nose running hella good. I know everybody you know says about like, Viola, right? You know what I'm saying? There was a there was a meme that somebody said, you know, a woman could be a woman could be looking like this when she's telling you something and still be lying, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Boy, Viola. That's true. So we know, know that Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya I always have a hard time saying his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, one for uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. And um, that's that's a wonderful thing. So happy to hear that. 
Um, let's see. And then um, the other winners, uh, uh, also Ma Rainey, the designer of right. the, cl- the clothing, mm-hmm. uh, the person that did the clothing, she won. She laid them out. She did. Did y'all y'all saw Ma Rainey? I did. Yes. Ooh. You I know, I, you it. know, I need to watch that, and I tried to watch it at the beginning yeah, and kind of fell it? asleep. You know, because it isn't um, like a so teleplay, a so just yeah. get yourself. Yeah, you it's know, a chamber film. Everything's all in like one room. You know. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, it's in, in a chamber, basically. Now, um, she oh, won, she you won know for what? Fences I'm sorry. Well. I'm sorry. Yeah, Take it back. Fences. She won for Fences. The, no, no, no. Viola Davis did not win for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Okay. I think she won maybe in the Golden Note. No, uh, it was Francis McDormand for No Man Land. Oh, my God. And I did I see that. that movie. Yeah. I did, yeah. did you see it? Did you see it? Yeah. I did, did see like it. Did you like it? I appreciated it. I understood it. The movie wasn't. Yeah. It was quirky, yeah. but I understood it. Yeah, but it got a lot of recognition. So yeah. I oh, guess yeah. you know, yeah. for those who are happen. doing advocacy work, you know, they must feel really yeah. awarded, you know, yeah. for yeah. that. Yeah, I like Frances McDormand. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she's a great actress. Um, and Jay Day won. did not win for uh, United States versus Billie Holiday, but she yeah. did she win the Golden Globe. Uh, so yeah, yeah she yeah. Re- received know. that yeah. one. Uh, yeah, it's funny because they said that when uh, they received the Golden Globe, mm-hmm. they said she, they think that there were feelings at the Golden Globe that she would never, she would never even be considered for the Oscar. For the Oscar, mm-hmm. so they said, "Well, fuck it, we'll give it to her." Right. <laughs> you know, like, uh, hey, fuck you, other right. Yeah, is. and you know what? That's a great accomplishment for anybody. You oh, know what yeah. I'm saying? And you know what? Yeah. You know. Um, I thought that she, you know, I thought that she did a great job, you know, as as with regard to being an actress in that film, mm-hmm. and I think that she deserved the Oscar nod. Um, I don't know if Frances McNorman would have been my choice uh, for best actress. Um, no. Right, uh, wouldn't have been mine, you know. Uh, but you know. I thought it was interesting was that Daniel Kaluuya wanted for a supporting role, and it wasn't, you know, because. Yeah, I, I but guess, it wasn't about him. Yeah, Once again, he was. Yeah. It was about he was. He well, was. Well, that's the guy. true. That's true. It was because it was really guy more was, the guy. Yeah, we Judas. talked about him. Yeah, the, the Judas was Judas the guy. Role. Yeah, the Judas was uh, the guy. Keith, like, is that was that I, Lakeith Stanfield? Lakeith, Lakeith, Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, right. right Lakeith right. Stanfield. Yeah, he was. You know, he, he did a great job too. Um, mm-hmm. But um, you know, as far as Lakeith Stanfield is concerned, um, he's in a lot of shit. Right, you know what I'm saying? I was yeah, kind of and he usually doesn't stand out so much, but I'm glad he's, you know, that he's, he's got a lot he's, of work to stand out on this. Of, he's, got, he's got a lot of work. I just watched that one that you were talking about recently about the, the Netflix thing. Which one? Um, with the with the Black Samurai. Uh, oh, he's oh, in yeah. that. Yeah, the, the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it's a it's a really good. Uh, he's anime, doing a voiceover. Anime. Yeah, he's doing a voiceover. For that, okay. You know. Well, I know him from the show Atlanta on FX. I loved him in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember him for that. And a couple um, other movies too. Well, Get Out. Mm-hmm. That's right. Get uh, Out. Sorry to bother you. Uh, oh yeah, that's yeah, he's right. Got, he's got a, he's got right. extensively good body work. He's actually there's another one that he did, um, and I can't remember. It was a Japanese one. It was it was it was oh. where he was a uh, what was the name of it? Death 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 Note. Did you ever see that? Mm-mm. Check out Death Note if you get a chance. I think that's on uh, that's on Netflix. Um, okay. Yeah. Death Note. Death now, Note. Yeah. These are. Uh, uh, Particularly black movies, but um, you know, but they did receive. Uh, they you know were nominated in other movies. Uh, what, well, one night in Miami was uh, nominated, and uh, for the best adapted screenplay. 
Right. You know, um, I think it was uh, uh, executive producer, maybe Regina King. She directed it. Oh, she directed. That's right. That was mm-hmm. her debut. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, now, did anyone see? Uh, oh, the best original screenplay. So, Judas and the Black Messiah was nominated. Did not win. Mm-hmm. But it was nominated. And also the trial of the Chicago 7 was nominated for uh, Best Original Screenplay. That's a remake of the original film. About the original Chicago film. Chicago 8. Chicago's, yeah. Yeah. The right. movie called Chicago 8. Right. That was That was the one where um, Bobby Seale in the courtroom chained. They tied him and bagged him, gagged him up in there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. They, they, they really had him gagged and bound. I can't remember who played Bobby Seale in that one. But I remember seeing that one. That mm-hmm. was actually. I liked that one. Better than the new one because you know what Bobby Seale was involved in that one a lot more. Whereas in oh, yeah. this one, it was, it was just, just all a, the white boys. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was just a little side thing. Yeah. Now, I did anyone see White Tiger? That was uh, I. I believe this is Netflix. Yeah, I heard and about that one. Um, it was interesting. It's a good watch, mm-hmm. uh, and it's That's about a movie? I- Indian. I that was a series. Mm-mm, no, that's the one with the pretty girl. What's her name? Uh, uh, I don't know. The main the character is the an the Indian Jonas guy. Brothers. The one that married the Jonas Brothers. Now, you got me on that, Christopher. I don't oh follow that. God, I don't know what that Okay. That girl is fine as hell. The Indian girl. She's from India. Uh, and best original score. Uh, let's see. Now, nominated. Uh, f- the Five Bloods was nominated, but it was the winner was Soul. And you know who who did that? Uh, the, the Soul. Um, soul. Soul is the cartoon movie. Oh yeah, Jamie oh, yeah. Foxx yeah. did the voiceover of the main uh, character. Played the uh, the, yeah. the, the main, music. No, uh, yeah, but Jamie Foxx. Priyanka Chopra was her. His oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. girl was in it, right? Yes, yes, I think so. Her fine ass. Damn, that I know who like she it. is. Yeah. Oh, that girl fine. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. You know what I'm saying. I will lust after one woman. Okay. Well, I think on that note, that's probably no, a good thing. To <laughs> and she's on. one of them. No, just checking out. <laughs> and, no, but, uh, no, that's... Uh, she's hot in the media. She's hot, yeah. She's yeah. hot in the media. Okay. She was on a... She did a show where she was an FBI agent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was a really good show. Uh, the first season uh, was, at least. Not Presidio. What was the name of it? Um, so one, well, one name. Okay, yeah. well, listen, y'all. It's been a fun. <laughs> Sunday evening. It has been. It's been so wonderful. Um, for a vibe juice, you know, thank you for vibing with we. We uh, Please, if you're tuning in, we th- glad you're tuning in. Please continue. Tell Be somebody sure. about bribe juice. Be sure to share. Be sure to follow us. Click that follow button. Be sure to hit the like and rate us. Five. Rate us five. Okay. Out of five. Five out of five. That's Netflix. Well, it only goes to five. Not Netflix. Wait a minute. Apple. Yeah, it only goes to five. We like that five star rating, y'all. Okay. And make sure that you check in again. We love you. Peace. Power. Black love is revolutionary. Love, peace, and hair grease, baby. <laughs> Until next time. Bye, y'all. Black. More.